Welcome to Agony Island, the podcast that you never knew you needed. Listen to Stephen and Stefan delve into the ponderous world of everyday problems and give you a guiding hand through everyday turmoil and sticky social situations. That said, one of the two is legally trained to give actual advice and is a responsible adult. The less said about the other one, the better. We cannot be held responsible for the content sent in via our listeners, so if you're easily offended, then please do something a bit boring instead. This show is for entertainment only, so please don't take the advice too seriously. Ahoy, my hearties, you're listening to Agony Island. I am Stephen Petty. This is Stephen Hamm. And we are here to uh, pick apart your problems, maybe take a perusal of your peccadilloes, and possibly, possibly plodge along in the joy that is your life and try and make it a little bit better for you, or at least amuse ourselves and yourselves as we try to sort out the world's problems one by one. That's that's perfect. I like so, that. Off the top of my head, mate. I tell you, that's why I get paid the medium pounds. Yeah. Well, this is why you've been on the radio for years and I just occasionally turn up on your show. No more. We're done. That's it. Finished. All <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. All done. All done. Oh. Don't. I'll shed a tear. One door closes and another barn door slams itself shut and padlocks itself. Yeah, Which is why we're doing this podcast. I've got to be honest with you. The amount of love I've had from people saying, when can we hear the podcast? When can we hear the podcast? And I'm like, we're itching. We are itching. Not just because my wife possibly had nits this week. But, yeah. Well, okay. well, she, works, she works in the primary school. I had, uh, knit, I had to buy a knit comb yesterday. Oh, mm. can, can I just come very quickly? Yeah, yeah, go on. Went to the chemist. Mm-hmm. Went to the chemist, right? And they had, like, the Terminator of knit combs. And it was £14.25. And I'm like, I'm not paying £14.25 because oh. I don't think she's got knits. Because he lived in crisis. It was an electric, vibrating knit comb, which apparently took out the eggs and everything. Is it one of those ones that kind of does it give a bit of an electric jolt, or is it just vibrating? I don't know. I don't. Well, to be honest with you, I liked it, but I didn't fourteen pound twenty five like it. So instead, I got two plastic ones for one pound forty five. But one of them's got a magnifying glass on, so you can spy out those nits. I heard somebody walking past my car yesterday. Talk, it's talking about combs, right? Yeah. And I was sat in my car, and it was the most bizarre thing I'd heard. I was just sat there on my phone before I went in the house because I'd been yeah. to the gym. I was knackered. Sometimes I just like to sit for a couple of minutes and like break down my life and wonder why I've yeah. just spent that long at a gym. But I was just sat there, sort of in the dark, <laughs> you know, on my phone. And this guy yeah. walks past, and he's on the phone, and I just hear him go, five quid for a comb? No, the wonder the guard under." And I'm like, right. I wonder who he's talking about. But yeah, because he's living crisis. It could be. So, it, yeah. could, it could be any shop. I like to point out that my wife does not have knits. The thing was, it's a thing when you know somebody's got knits. Mm. Suddenly you become itchy. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. So, yeah. She, she, so we couldn't. Add, it's been that many years since we've had a check from kids at school. But with her being a primary school, it it happens all the time. So she was like. Yeah, I'm just gonna check and ask. I was like, "Look, do you know what? This is this is a nice relationship thing, right?" Mm. She was feeling uncomfortable, so I, I tell you, I love bought your knit comb. Take care of it for you. There you go. That's love. You'd sometimes it's not flowers; it's saying it with a knit comb. I mean, it sounds like it to me. You're on the same page. Oh well, exactly on the same page and on the same hairbrush. 
So, Stephen, I've got to say, what have you been up to this week? What have you, what have you been? Because we're doing this, but we're messaging each other all the time. Yeah, and we do. I have to be honest, you've had quite a, quite a week. Yeah, I think I message you more than you message me. But that's because um, I've been busy this week. Yeah, okay. I've been okay. sadder in this week. That's why. Oh yes, you have. You have. Fair enough. But well, for me, I've been a bit dozy this week, so I've been a bit mm. like dozy doctor, and that comes out every now and then. I am a bit ditzy sometimes. <laughs> I was at the gym. I was at the gym, and I was on um, Instagram. At the gym. Okay. In me at the gym. So I was at the gym, and mm. I was looking at Instagram. Um, mm. Steve Instagram is my Instagram <laughs> handle. If anyone wants to follow me. So yeah, I was there, and I was looking on that, and I was at a festival um, in the summer, right? Mm. And it was called Mighty Hoopla, and it basically plays a lot of like '90s stuff and like mm. early '90s stuff, and it had. Um, the Venga Boys there, right? And they the actual, the, the actual, actual the actual oh. Venga Boys. And so, anyway, they played a clip from it from everyone in the audience singing along to it. Yeah. I was in that audience, and the song goes, "Boom, boom, boom, boom." I want to go boom, boom, right? All right. And everyone was singing along to this. I was in the audience. I did not sing that since I was a child. I have been singing. Boom, 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 boom. Hmm. I want a double room. I don't oh. know why. I don't know why. But clearly I'm a moron, right? No, I think that's really good. And so I posted that underneath on this uh-huh. massive on this forum uh-huh. going, um, going, I've been living a lie and I've been calling it, mm. I want a double room. But apparently everyone in the audience was singing it right, apart from me on my own singing it <laughs> wrong. <laughs> And then I was like, this is actually, this is more of yeah. a big deal than I thought. Because people are like messaging underneath going, oh, you're an idiot. And I'm going, um, yeah. And they're like, oh. Change your, change uh, your friend group. And they were like, oh, no, no, this is public. And they were going, oh, oh, okay. oh, I'm confused by that. And I'm like, you're confused. Yeah. And when I've been ringing up hotels at times singing, boom, 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 I want a double room, right? When I've no, been a you bit, haven't. honestly, I have at times. I'm not being either, <laughs> either a bit, you know, I get a bit hyper at times or things like that. Usually when I was a bit younger, I used to do this because you had to book more things online. But I've been doing that in the past. And they're going to be confused. Number one, why is this idiot doing it? And number two... Mm. He's singing the wrong lyrics and it makes no sense anyway. So, yeah. Maybe they're sitting there going, well, I'll tell you what, not only is this person quite cheerful, but they've also very cleverly um, transmuted the lyrics of a Venga mm. Boys song to make it applicable to this situation. Honestly, I just, there'll be people out there, they'll probably remember it and going, that was one of the weirdest, weirdest phone calls oh. I've ever had. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think hotel staff, I... um most of them are nice, but I've had a run-in with a couple over the years where I've been like, I want them to, uh, you know, f- fall off that chair. There's a nice way to put it. I've been having a run-in with a hotel recently. Oh, yeah. What's been going on there? Spread the joy. Spread the joy. Spread the joy. I'll not, I'll not mention names because no, I don't want to get, no. I don't get sued. sued. I was meant to go to, again, another festival. It's sort of in Manchester, mm. right? Mm. And I'd booked a hotel and I'd booked it for three nights. Yeah. And for the first night, I was ill. I was like, I can't go. I'm going to miss the festival. This is mm. such a shame. So I ended up not going. But the next day, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I feel absolutely fine now. This is great. Tested myself for COVID. Wasn't that. I'm like, yeah. you know, I feel fantastic. I can get myself along. Ring up in the morning. I ring the hotel and go, you know what? I'm still coming. I feel well. I paid for the room. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm going exactly. to get me um, me mesh shirts on and come me, down. I'm getting me money's worth. I'm bringing me mesh. Let's yeah. party. Even though I may be full of cold, I'm putting on some mesh. Yeah, I actually, I was absolutely fine that day. I think I might how, be. I, how yeah. many mesh shirts do you have? 
Um, you no, know what? No, answer the question. Don't answer on it. How many mesh shirts? Because I've seen at least two. I've what? I've got a lot. I don't. The thing is, it's, <laughs> it's it's for festivals. That's what they're there for. Yeah, it's for showing off your body because you're in the gym all the time. Actually, it's really good motivation. That's all I'm going to say. If I've got cl- I've got clothes that I want to get into and wear, yeah. and yeah. if I don't, and I'm like, I'm not at the right body level to wear them. It gives yeah. us some motivation to keep going. But yeah, so I rang the hotel and there's this guy on the other end of the line and I'm going, can I still come down? And he goes, oh, yes, that's absolutely fine. And he's like, oh, yeah. hang on. Let me just check your room's still available. I'm like, what do you mean? I paid for three nights. Like, it, like leave my room alone. Mm-hmm. And then he went, oh, no, I sold it. And I went, oh. you sold my room out yeah. from under me. And they yeah. were like, yeah, that's the policy. If you don't turn up on the first night, like um, we just sell, we'll sell the room. I was like, but I paid for three nights. Like this is non-refundable. Like you can't yeah. do that. And they were like, no, we can. That's the policy. And that's so why I missed out on the whole thing, which was really kind of really harsh. Annoying. And so I've been sending a lot of emails recently, uh-huh. quite sassy emails, because you've met me. And um, <laughs> I and I remembered one of the my favorite ways to end an email is how I've yeah. been ending all of these complaint emails. And it is yours appalled. If you want to rattle people, put that as the ending. And do you know why I know it's okay to use that? It's because when I was at medical school, one of the senior lecturers, lecturers, right, she emailed everyone in our year group complaining about oh, something. It was something fun. minor about, I don't know, about one of the um, clinical skills rooms or maybe one of the attachments. I can't even remember what it was now. Yeah. But she emailed the whole year group complaining and then yeah. at the end wrote, yours appalled. And I was like, well, if a senior lecturer at a medical yeah. school can do that, I can do that. Appalled's really good. That's properly oh, um, written in the local newspaper in complaints. Yours appalled. Mr. Reg Dawkins of Dorset. Well, if you write in your um, problems, queries, and everything else to us, mm. please, please end it with your support. Oh, please do. Then we know you've been listening. That is that. Uh, I was. I didn't ever know how to do uh, yours sincerely. I always mm. Mm, uh, or just yours. Right? Mm. Um, I I didn't ever know how to finish off those those letters like that. You don't put the S's together. So I, you're a sir, and if it's sir, then you, yeah. you can't end in sincerely. It has to be faithfully. I I, you're, I used to write thanks in advance, Stefan. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Well, it's just because it, then it doesn't feel like you're beholden to a lot the person. Of, uh, so I usually just go thanks, or I'll just or I'll just put nothing and just put my name. But that might seem a bit blunt, but mm. honestly. Well, funny enough, being blunt ties in. We've got a mega problem this week. Do we? We've got a mega problem. So I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, this problem is busting loose. This is a big one because it's, it's a two-factor problem. It's a two-factor problem? Okay. It's a two-factor problem. So I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let's get to the problems. Let's get to the problems. Dear boys, which I thought was quite nice. Oh, that. that's cute. I like that. Dear boys, so glad that you're going to be carrying on doing a show. I'm so happy to hear it. Love listening in every week. Even if I don't have the condition you're talking about, it's always nice to be knowledgeable. Well, that, Aww, I thought this is quite a nice. nice apparent approach. She was. On to my problem. I wonder if you can help me. It's not anybody in my life, but it is one of my neighbours. But as it's next to me, it's part of my problem. <laughs> now, the biggest problem you have with neighbours, you know, some people can be your best friends. 
Mm-hmm. Some people, when younger, when you were younger, did you have any uh, like a member of the family who wasn't an actual member of the family that like you had like a, an uncle Brian or Auntie Susan who actually lived two doors down? No, we were quite antisocial. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we where were. did Auntie Social live? Was she free doors off? <laughs> hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, no, because when I was younger, that, I think that's a very 60s and 70s and 80s thing, mm. was that you had a member of the family who wasn't a member of the family who was your auntie such and such who lived next door. Yeah. And that's you just referred to them as that. Yeah, see, me nana had people, like, whenever yeah. I was around, and we used to have people just, just turning up mm. from, like, next door and over the road, and they used to yeah. just come in and sit down and have, like, cups of tea and stuff and chat. You know, yeah, that was that was pretty normal. But I digress. I just wanted mm. to set the scene for us so people understand where we're coming from when we give the answer to this. Mm. To my left-hand side, I have neighbours who I've had for the last 15 years. I get on really well with them. They were there when I moved in, and they're a lovely couple. Both in their 60s, very happy, very keen. To my right-hand side, there's a new family's moved in. Yes, they've only been here for four years, but they made themselves a member of the community. The thing that's been happening, and this is the beauty of this, is the people to my left, and then the people to my right, hate each other. Right. And there's arguments and fights in the streets aplenty. The reason being, the new couple who have moved in have got two cars. Mm. There's only room for one car on the road and one car on the driveway. Wouldn't be a problem. But they refuse to park in the driveway because that is where their toddler goes up and down on their bike. My neighbours to the left have went and said, could you just pull your car onto your car park because you're now parking in front of our house and when our son comes to visit, he cannot get parked. Well, that's what it started from. It's a very simple problem and something that be taken care of. I've even offered to let them park on my driveway as I just use public transport. However, no, no, that's not good enough. I've tried everything to try and calm this wall between my neighbours. But I am stuck in the middle and I'm quite worried because each of them complained to me. And frankly, I do not have... A <laughs> I frankly do not have enough... <laughs> I can... I don't have to clean this up. This is great. I do not have enough shits to give. (laughs) (laughs) And it's starting to really annoy me and get on my nerves. Enough shits to give is a great expression. Yeah, I like that. It all kicked off massively at a barbecue in another neighbor's house. The lady across the road, who we don't normally go to because we're quite sure she's a swinger, had a barbecue (laughs) and we were all invited. It was a chance to have a look around her house and sprout, now sprout is a great word, and she's actually got in brackets. I know you love that phrase as you use it all the time on the radio. I do. I love <laughs> oh, it. I love a good sprout. That's why you look around somebody's house and go, ooh, have a sprout, see what you're like. Oh, right, okay. Um, I didn't know what that meant, so I like it. Thanks yeah, for oh, yeah, no, no, I, I, it, it is a phrase that I have I've used for the last four years on the radio, which I don't think has ever been in the BBC lexicon. But no. I, can, I feel like I've added something. Um, <laughs> Sadly, it was quite a boring affair. There was nothing fantastic. There was not even a fabled glass clown that we'd heard about, but somebody claimed they'd seen through a window. Nice. At the barbecue, it was pretty average. Frozen burgers, not even good ones. Mmm. I took along some very nice potato salad, which everybody commented on, and everybody brought a dish. Well, if this was a badly written sitcom, this is the way it would go. Both my neighbours brought along coleslaw, 
bread rolls and Doritos, apart from my neighbours on the right, brought along shop brand. Right. People to the left have brought actual brand name Doritos. It turned into a bit of an argument because my neighbour to the left started going everybody, try our coleslaw, it's lovely, come on, give it a try. Our neighbours to the right were then trying to push there. <laughs> 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 yeah, can you imagine? Good. Try it. Mine's better. Mine's better. It's like a pe Pepsi taste challenge, but for uh, for um, barbecue goods. It's not calmed down since then. Halloween's coming up. Christmas is coming up. And I know for a fact that my neighbours to the left always like to put up a load of decorations. I always joke on and say, how can you afford to pay for all those lights with the price of electricity these days? Last year, it looked like I was living next to a grotto. Their heart's in the right place, their kids are grown up, and they love to celebrate Christmas. I don't blame them. While my neighbours to the right have a toddler, and of course I'm going to go overboard. This means that I'm going to have to join in. Last year, to be part of the group, I put a reef on my front door, and that's as far as I'm going to go. I'm not wasting my time for that. Bar humbug. If anybody comes visiting me, I will welcome them in, because I'm quite lonely at night. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hey. oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Can you two help me? I cannot be bothered with either of these, and they're constantly knocking on my door for a cup of tea. It was great when we were having conversations about what you've watched on TV, who we don't like. You see, this this person mm. is on on par with us. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. same type of thing. But it's all about how bad the neighbours are. Right. I don't know what to do. I would take your advice. I have tried to broke a piece, but it has not worked. Not a juicy problem, but I'm quite sure it's a firm problem that I need to have fixed. This may go to the back of your pile. No, it hasn't. It's come to no. the forefront of the... Yeah, it has. Two-tone problem. Two... Sorry, two-phase problem, because here's problem number two. Mm. Uh, okay. This is just tacked on the end. Right. The neighbour to the right of me is really flirty as well, which makes me a bit uncomfortable now. Right, so, from that, I'm taking a two-tone problem. Yeah. Two-tone problem. One, how do you deal with those neighbours? And two, people being flirty with you. I think how do you deal with people being flirty? It's a big question. Is that what, is that what we're dealing with first? Do you want to, which one, which, what do we well, deal I with I think first? we should go with the neighbours first. Go with I the neighbours. All right. So, yeah, this one's a hard one, isn't it? And so, it's it's a juicy. This is why I'm I'm like in front of the pile with this one because it's a bella. Yeah, Plus, I have to say, there's been time taken writing that message. This is like the war and peace of problems. I'm loving it. Yeah, so clearly she's a likable person because she's in the middle, and yeah. people are obviously coming to her and talking to her. And I think the thing she needs to realise is actually it's not her responsibility yeah. to get these people talking and these people liking each other. Mm. It's not her responsibility. You have done more than you need to do by yeah. offering your driveway and the yeah. front of your house, I assume, for yeah. people to park in. Yeah, because I mean, that's 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 a nice thing to do. Mm. Parking is a big thing. People argue yeah. about that all the time. It causes so many problems. If you, like... You are mm. in a good position because you have driveways. Not everyone yeah. has those. No, most no. people are like what, like live in terraced houses yeah. and things, don't they? But when I was, um, I usually live in apartments, and so uh -huh. I that's a much bigger issue. Yeah. And when I was in London, there's just no parking at all. Like, there's just no, no. point. 
There's no joy or happiness there either. Mm. Just misery, misery. Sorry, right, in London. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. I don't like London. Do you not? Okay, I've got to go I... there soon. I've got to go there soon. Me and London don't have a good relationship. Why? Is it because they march around everywhere with purpose and you just saunter around? Oh! <laughs> oh, you bitch! You absolute bitch! Hey, I tell you what, no, right? Behave. I don't, I don't just go aimlessly. Sometimes I walk with purpose. Like, if I'm going to get in a destination, I walk. I used to speed What, what walk destination everywhere. would that be? At the moment, is not a good question. Right? <laughs> um, I may be at a loose end at the moment, but you know, it's mm. war. Yeah, okay, gym boy. Right, okay. The right. only time I've ever seen you rush mm. somewhere was mm. when you were late into the BBC because you'd gone to KFC and they'd done problems with your Grass. order. Grass. And so I'm thinking that the only time <laughs> you have haste is when you're on the way to fast food or if no. you're on the way no. to the BBC. No, well, that way, okay, that was because I'd been out working all day. Mm. I'd been running around. I didn't have a chance to get anything for my tea because I was flying about. And I had that, right? That was the rare occasion. And I came in and I went flip and I was like that. And I went, oh, man, do you know what it is? Blah, 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 blah. And they messed me order up. I got two of them little mini, you know, the mini twisty roll things. And I was just like, no, no, I wasn't happy. And they'd messed it up. And I was like, mm. right. And actually, I, this is how nice I was. They give us a, like, a, a, a fillet tower sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I said to the last, uh, I didn't order this. The other car had already driven off with my order. Right? They came back and went, that's not the right stuff. And she tried to give us the bag where they had it. I'm like, I'm not having that. They might have had their fingers all in it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, thinking about the bloke digging for the trifle, going to that. I hear from last week. I was like, no, no, I'll have fresh, please. Well, that was another 10, 15 minute wait. Yeah. And that was why I was late. So don't judge me just on one appearance. No, I, I, if I'm in a rush, I'll go places, right? But let's get back to the problem of this person, apart from you just attacking me personally. Um, What's new? <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, lad. Right, so I think... I think they've really, you've just gone above and aboard, above mm. and beyond, um, to actually, you know, try to alleviate the situation, right? I personally, I'm very happy that you only went to that woman's house, the swingers' house, to find out what the house looked like on the inside. Because <laughs> I'm a neb like that as well. I love having a neb at people's houses. Do you know what my mum used to do when I was a bairn, right? What's and that? I mean, when I was a proper bairn, right? Mm. She'll kill me for saying this. But, yeah. like, um, she used to say to me, and I still remember this. I would have been very young at this stage. Yeah. But whenever she wanted to know what someone's house looked like or their decor, she used to tell me to go and have a look in the window because she went, no. Do you know what they went, they want mine because you're a bairn? No. no. That's <laughs> terrible, that. Oh, I used to refuse to do it in the end, and she used to go and hold. Yeah, your mum's turned you into a stalker. <laughs> this is why I think I'm really nosy now. <laughs> oh, oh, is that reason? Oh, really? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that, let's say that's the reason. No, I, everybody, I like that. Do you know what I like to do is go on uh, when people are selling the houses. Oh, yeah. And have a look at look at this house. Because this one comes up every so often on like social media where people go, look at the state of this place. Who you know, who who decorated this? Some famous blind person. Um <laughs> and it is, it's it's terrible. There's a one I always remember, there's one they had which was in Croydon. I oh, know it was Basingstoke, it was Basingstoke. 
and you were like, how would you walk around the house because they had so much tat? Um, oh. it, yeah, no, but it was like every room was covered in tat. And it was like, you know, like bejeweled elephants and it was a leopard statue with like ruby diamonds for eyes. And you're like, oh, this this looks like like a bingo parlor's like dream. Like everything you win at the bingo star prize. Who lives there? Cat Slater. Well, or it was like that. It was like that. It was on for ages. And it was selling for a quite a high price as well. But yeah, the people themselves in this problem. Yeah, it's annoying. It's like when you've got two friends who are arguing with each other and you're stuck mm. in the middle. It's very frustrating. And I hate taking sides. Yeah, it is. And you don't need to take sides. That's the thing. You can just listen to their problems. Be careful what you say as well. Yeah, because if you because yeah, because if you say something, they might use that against each other in future whenever they, you know, they're at a, a barbecue together at a swingers mm. house. You know, you never know. Um <laughs> they might then go, Well, right, you know that's, that's a title. Barbecue at a swingers house. That's the title. I'll yeah, leave. there you go. Um so if somebody if they're if they're wherever, if they're arguing mm. and they'll go, Well, you know, her at number whatever agrees with me and then they'll yeah. go, no, she agrees with me and then you'll yeah. you'll just it'll blow apart. Because, yeah, people talk about each other so you have to be very, very careful Co- what you say like about that. people. Comedy's yeah, like it that. is. Yeah. Which is why um, Alfie Joey, who's one of the nicest comedians you'll ever meet. Right. Uh, and he's an artist and he, he used to be a presenter on uh, BBC Newcastle. He was the breakfast show presenter for many years. And... Um, I had him on the other day. We just interviewed him because he's got a kids' book out now. He's an artist for kids' books. Oh, okay. And uh, I was sort of made as an offhand comment. He was the nicest compliment you ever gave us was he called us comedy Switzerland. <laughs> Nobody fights with him. He's he's the neutral party in anything, and he is. He's nice. Now this this person in this relationship there between these neighbours mm-hmm. is Switzerland. I can understand, and it must be rotten. Um, the two things I think we could help you with is is one. You're lonely at night, which is probably why you were listening to the late night phone-in show. I get that, right? So, I, well, I, I, I can understand that. And it must be annoying when, when people are coming around to see you. All they want to do is whinge about mm-hmm. your next-door neighbour. Um, I think it's a case of we need to dress here as the flirty bit. Have you ever been caught accidental flirting? No, I'm too awkward for that. So oh, I yeah. tend to, yeah, I'm a bit awkward. So I don't tend, I've had people doing that to me. And I'm Ooh. like, what's happening? But yeah. you, you have to remember, though, I've worked in hospitals and it can, sometimes can almost end up a little bit carry on. You just made every dream come true there by telling me that. I yeah, still yeah, remember yeah. working in um, this surgical job up in the Freeman mm. Hospital. And it was one of my first jobs. And I, was, and I went to a bedside and mm. this guy, this um, it was an older guy and his yeah. um, grandson was there with him. His grandson must have been in his 20s. Yeah. And um, the... <laughs> the patient started trying to set me up with his grandson. It was possibly the most <laughs> awkward thing oh, that had oh. ever happened to me. And oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> what? Was his, grand, was his grandson fit though? Honestly, no. I was so I was so no, yeah, it was just, no, if he was, like, if he was, you know what I mean? Have you seen Even if he was, up? even if he was, I couldn't do anything about it because mm. this is ethically, I couldn't. And yeah. so it was just so awkward. And I'm just like, we need to talk about yeah. the fact you're a patient here and I yeah. need yeah. to get some information out of you. It was always oh, awkward. So I've had that. Uh. I've had, um, I, it's always the care of the elderly wards as well. I usually find um, the 
care of the elderly female wards are always very mm. interesting. If you walk along and they'll go, oh, lovely bum, and things like that. And it's always like, <laughs> well, okay. that's, you get to that certain age where you just don't care anymore, and you're like, go for it, mm. go for it. I, I love that, though. I When you, when you so I, when I'm doing stand-up shows at Christmas time, um, I, I do a lot of care homes where I'm dressed as Santa. Oh, yeah. And we're going, right? And it, no, honestly, that great fun. Like, because I'll tell you why, the majority of the people who are there join in with the whole, it's Santa, and it's like, and it's so nice, it's so lovely, uh, and it it's good fun as well, and they have the muckiest laughs as well. Oh, I, I quite like, because GP, I have to go and visit care homes quite a bit, and um, there's a lot of care homes, especially if they cater for people with dementia, yeah. have some weird setups which i find absolutely fascinating oh. like one of them that i go to for example i think it's in a few of them now but they've got like fake bus stops and things set up because if really? people yeah if people with dementia are getting confused and wanting to leave they can say there's the bus stop go and wait there and they would go and sit down and there'll be like a timetable oh. on there and then they would calm down and uh, yeah it was it's a really good technique it, it apparently That's works amazing yeah I, I really like that idea it's yeah it's quite sweet Oh, yeah, I, I did, that's, that's kind of made me sad and happy at the same time. Yeah. I've accidentally flirted. My wife says I'm quite flirty, and I don't realise I am. I just think right. I'm being gregarious. Right. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you do. I that don't know. I couldn't flirty. tell you what I do, but just, but the thing is, I went, I'm not flirty, and then um, in the past, like, when I missed me again, no, that was flirty. I'm like, what do you mean flirty? I'm like, hoo-hoo. <laughs> the thing is, I can, I can be chatting on with somebody. And I just think I'm being polite. And I, this is one of the things that I always worry about is, is you know what I'm like, I talk to anybody. And, you know, yeah, open, you will, the, yeah. open the fridge, have a conversation. Um, normally, normally, what I'm going to have to eat, hello, food. I'm um, sorry, but if your fridge is talking back to you, you need to clean it out a bit more. It, it, no, it's not. I've got a lovely clean fridge. Jeez, <laughs> I've got so many empty packets in there that my daughter, actually, I my kids do this where they'll just leave an empty packet in a cupboard or a fridge. Right. At this morning, I reached for some Cheerios, right? Well, not proper Cheerios, but the off-brand Aldi Little Vision, right? Nice. Empty box. Oh, Why would you put, do that. How much effort does it take to put an empty box back into the cupboard? So my question around all this is, what's this got to do with flirting? Are you flirting with your fridge? I'm, I mean, I have. I say, I've, I've had a deep-rooted <laughs> deep relationship with my fridge. No, um, the flirting thing, I don't think I'm a very flirty person. Right? Right. I've been told I have been. And that's what I'm always worried about because I'm, I'm the intention in any case when that's happened has just been friendly. Mm. But I'm also, it's it's one of those ones where I, you know, I laugh and joke on all the time. I don't want to be taken the wrong way. When people have, if somebody's ever flirted with me, I've never realised. No, I'm like that. But, but I'm a gay man and I've yeah. used Grinder, and people say hello on yeah. Grinder by sending pictures of their penises and that. <laughs> It's not flirting. That's a crime. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a handshake you don't want to make. No. Um, mm. I'd, what times do they are? <laughs> 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 I would never get the point of sending a picture or something like that. Do you know, it's, it's, it's the most unattractive part of your body, right? Uh, no, yeah, okay, you, you can read it. Tell you what, at this moment in time, you were doing pure carry-on faces going, wow, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's the most unattractive because that... Toes, toes, right? Right. And then elbows. I hate elbows. 
dear. My elbows are horrible. Oh. Well, my niece has started going around grabbing people's elbows now. And if, huh? yeah, anyone over 30 that have got a little bit of like squishiness to their elbows, she absolutely loves it. So she's oh, there just squishing. Away. Yeah, she just goes squishy. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't say that to people. <laughs> Squash. Um, right. Well, I think what you should do, because we've got to give some advice here. Yeah. That's a whole idea. I think we, you, the neighbors, the neighbors, maybe invite them both over. Right. Invite them both over. No, no, no. I'm going to go for the, you become the you, coffee. You go with yours. Yeah. The, this is your be the advice. Coffee and nan, the coffee and Exactly. We've never said that my advice is practical. Be the coffee and nan of your state. Right. Invite them both over. Right. For a pre-Halloween drink, and just say, "I'm good friends with you. I'm good friends with you. I don't want to fall out with you. Yes, we they have differences. I've often used to park on my driveway. I don't know what else I can do, but it's upsetting me that we can't all be friends. And then maybe join in a group circle, saying, come by or or something like that. I disagree. So yeah. in no, in my mind, in my mind. Uh, you're never going to get these two people together. They hate each other. They're minor little inconveniences now that they're going at each other for. And this is a deep-rooted hatred by the sounds of it. You're mm. not going to rectify mm. this with a quick afternoon tea. Just let them be. And at the end of the day, if you are feeling a bit lonely on a night and things like that, they're more likely to come round and see you because they're wanting to whinge about the other one. Just let them whinge. Yeah. It's fine. And then you'll get all the gossip of what's happening anyway. So, And if not, you've always got the... You've got the couple across the road. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hello. Anyway. And on that. <laughs> and on that. And on that, let's move to this week's etiquette problem. Hi, folks. It's Becky here again. I've got your question for you this week. Most of us have heard the term fubbing, which is a contraction, a phrase that means phone snubbing, which is when someone is in your presence and they're either looking at their phone or they get a call and take it. What's your opinion? Is it correct or is it not correct? Should you step outside the room or outside the building if you need to take a phone call? Tell me what you think. Right. Well, mm. that's quite the question, isn't it? So, yeah, I've learned something new. Fubbing. Fubbing. Everyone uses their phones nowadays, don't they? Mm. Mm. And yeah, I think if you're there having a conversation with someone and they run off to answer a phone call, that can be quite rude. I could also think suspicious. Mm. What do you not want to see in front of us? Well, that that's true. But sometimes it's a you know a personal call. You know, I once got a call from the clap clinic when I was in a hairdresser's. You know, I don't want to have that <laughs> conversation <laughs> in the hairdresser's. Yeah, Stephen's twenties yeah. were fun. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you don't want to have that. So that's okay. So that's fine. Did the person did the person doing your hair just move further and further back? Their uh, arms outstretched. Going, oh, right. it was quite a posh hairdresser. So they actually had like a garden. So like I was like, I'm just oh, going wow. out into the garden to take this call. And um, yeah, it, it was a call. I was glad I took in the garden. Um, but <laughs> oh, there's so no, oh, there's so many innuendo I can do, but I'm gonna leave. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, that's yeah, how I, I got that. into that problem. Um, <laughs> hey. oh, oh. <laughs> so, so, um, the um, the the thing is, yeah, I, I kind of changed it now. I think it would have been polite to get up, and I'm just going to take this call, okay? 
Mm. I don't want to be rude to the conversation. If there's a group here, then yeah. Mm. If you're sitting one-on-one with somebody, I had this happen to us yesterday. I was in a business meeting, and the person's phone rang, and I said, look, it's fine, just take it. Yeah. That's not a problem. And they were like, right. And then, bizarrely, mine went as well about 40 minutes later, and they were like, oh, hey, if you need to take it. And I was like, I do. It's an important. I've been Ooh, waiting this person to clinic has been busy, hasn't it? <laughs> mate, mate, the only clap I get is when I run too fast. Um, yeah. Hey, <laughs> so the, the 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 bit with um, being rude to people, I think the rules of etiquette, and this is what we're going to find, are very different now to what they were. Yeah, there's like modern no, day etiquette. There is modern day, but I think it's still very much the same. I think it depends on the situation you're in. I mean, if you're at a romantic dinner, if you're on something like that, your phone should oh, be yeah. off. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you can put your phone. My phone right now is on silent. Like it won't yeah. go off. It's on airplane yeah. mode. Nothing's going to happen because we're doing yeah. this. And that is what yeah. you should do. In GP, for example, I've had patients sat there who've answered phone calls while they're sat in front of me. And I'm like, you've got a very short appointment and you're using that time to be on the phone talking about something else. And My I find phone that... is now also on silent airplane mode. Oh, now, now. now nearly when, when we're nearly finished. Um, I think... At the end of the day, the phone has an off button for a reason. If you're at something that means something, if you're at an anniversary dinner, if you're meeting up with friends that you haven't seen in ages, you should be turning your phone off. You should not be going on your phone. And that doesn't just include telephone calls because most people don't do phone calls nowadays. Most of the time you just text or you, you know, you are sending emails and things like that from your phone or you're on Grindr or some other dating profile (laughs) messaging people, which you don't need to be doing. You know, yeah. it's not really, it's not fair. I've met up with friends when I've gone to London and I've gone to Soho and things like that. And I've had my friends that opposite me, you know, like on Grinder, sort of because they're in a new area of London and then they're just, you know, flicking through and looking. And I'm having a conversation with them and I'm just like, you're not paying any attention to me. You're paying more attention to the genitals that are getting sent yeah. to you on Grinder. This is really yeah. rude. Yeah. But people seem to think this is okay. Yeah. It's like a compass, really. Which one's pointing north? Where do I go? Um, the 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 thing is, the thing is, it is times when you should switch your phone off. You should have a switch. A, a, a problem for another one, um, is I hate it when you're out there, and for me, if I'm at a gig and somebody's phone goes off, it's annoying. Mm. But I've been at like weddings and people's phones have gone off, and you're like, you're at a wedding. No, that's not okay. You that's should not switch okay. it off. And it, and it is, everybody just looks at you going, mind you, we were at a funeral. Um, when we were early for a funeral for a, mm. a, a friend's, friend's um, parent had passed away, and we were sat there, and somebody was watching the TV on that phone really loudly in that's the church appalling. where they were said, wait, and I was like, just what level of Torag is that? And we were sitting quite far towards the back, mm. and me and Hill were just looking at each other going, is that for real? And I was then I was because it was quite well written. I was trying to work out what show they were watching. <laughs> well, see that, see, that's this is this is the other thing. I say you have ADHD. <laughs> you are at a really respectful funeral, and yeah, you're there yeah. watching someone else's TV who I'm shouldn't not, be no, watching I was it. I could hear wow. the I could hear the camera oh, speaking. Hear see, that's worse than a fart at a funeral. But no, no, I know that's that's bad though. But I was kind of going, I'm not sure they're watching. Mm. And it, it's just the way your brain goes. I never did find out it's a mystery. 
Well, they shouldn't have been doing that because that's incredibly weak. But in my my advice, I don't know if you agree with this, mm. is that if it's something important and it means something to you or the other person, you know, because yeah. some people you're so close with, it doesn't matter if yeah. you answer the phone. For me and you, for example, if I were out and about, you know, because we talk every week, I wouldn't be offended. No. But if it's someone you haven't seen in ages and you're going for, you know, a specific meal yeah. and you're only going to be there for a couple of hours, turn your phone off. If you're going for an anniversary, um, turn your phone off. If you're going yeah. to a wedding, t- just turn your phone off or put it yeah. on. Don't put it on vibrate. Yeah. Put it on airplane mode or complete <clears throat> mute and keep it in your pocket. Also, don't mm. put your phone on the table because that's incredibly rude because that means your attention... Yeah, because your attention isn't mm. on the person you're with it's split between the Ooh. person you're with and the phone so always have mm. your phone away in your pocket if you're expecting an important call you can tell the person in advance and say i am ex- expecting an important call the clap clinic are ringing or you know the bank <laughs> the bank are ringing because i've been yeah. overspending again yeah but you know like yeah it, this is what's going to happen if you're not expecting anything Put your phone away. That's what voicemail's there for, what email's there for, and yeah. what text is there for. Well, there we go. Uh, to everybody who are offended by having my phone on the desk, and the reason being is, even with fat lad jeans, they're very little pockets, and my phone's massive. So that's nobody why I've got it on there. And also, because you haven't you hadn't spoke to me about it yet. No, so you see, you, you, yeah. you're, you're, like, you're my little Jiminy Cricket pointing <laughs> stuff out as where I've gone wrong. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, the tide has gone in. It's the end of another episode of Agony Island. If you would like to send your problems, as, and we would love to hear from you, the address to go to is... agonypod at gmail.com We will be back next week talking nonsense. Yay! Until then, have a good time. You've been listening to Agony Island. The sun is now setting. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. However, to get your weekly dose from the boys, like, subscribe, and recommend to your friends. We'll speak with you next week.